99.9 The Fan. Feature presentation. Eric Stahl with a long reach for the Canes. Keep it in. Denatius. One, two, three. Tick, tack, toe. We're tied on the power play. Carolina. It's Stephen Nason. A beauty with the man advantage. It's 2-2 with 16-13 left in the third. Live from Backyard Bistro in Raleigh, this is Kane's Corner on 99.9 The Fan. Presented by Storm Brew. Now here's your host, Mike Maniscalco. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Backyard Bistro with our very special guest tonight, Stephen Nason, everybody. Hello. Nice to have you here, Steph. That's good to be here. First time in this place. Yeah, first time here. Yeah. First time on the show, yeah. so... Uh, glad to get you here in uh, about the right time. Canes on a point streak, five wins, and a pretty hard-fought game against St. Louis the other night that uh, we all saw here. But uh, I just want to get your assessment on on the first half of the season because we are coming up to the halfway point. Tomorrow is game number forty-one. So, what's been? Does it does it feel like it's been forty-one games? Does it feel like it's been longer than forty-one games for you? Um, is it working here? There you go. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're on. Perfect. Crap. Yeah. I, I can hear. I can hear myself. I'm sure. Um, no, it's. Uh, I think. You guys can't. It's just me and you right just now. Just you and I. Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay. Um, no. So it's. I, I think overall it's been okay. I think we've obviously expected better. Yeah. Um, but you see where we are in the standings overall, and um, you know. Obviously, we would we'd, we'd expect more from us, but uh, you know, you would rather go through the, you know, the kind of the, the grind time early yeah. on than uh, than later on in the season. So you figure out yourself early, and then you you kind of smooth sail as you go. So um, I'm hoping that uh, you know that's that's kind of where we're at at this point in time, and uh, we can start getting get, getting going here. Well, the, the one thing that has been red hot and it's been pretty good all year, but of late is the power play and that's one of the the places where you excel everybody always wants to know is there like some magic trick to it why is it working better but it is besides the obvious answer that rod always gives us which is the puck is going in the net why has the power play been so effective the last month and a half you know it's it just comes down to execution for us um you know i think there's sometimes you play uh kind of on the edgy edge of your seat a little bit and you're kind of tiptoeing it but you you have the right intentions you try, you try to make the right plays and sometimes they don't go in and there's also times where you can't stop putting the puck on the net and that's that's the nature of the power yeah. play, right like um sometimes you run into a red hot pk they're always playing well and doesn't work the way that we uh the way that we see it, or they make adjustments, and we have to adjust to that. And sometimes a counter, you go back and forth. But um, as of right now, it's uh, whoa. That's yeah, the, I uh, hope you like Jimi Hendrix. There's yeah, some that was feedback nice. for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, as of right now, it's going good. Um, I think for the most part, the um, you know the 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 one A group with yeah. with Fishy and those guys are you know they're clicking at insane numbers right now and um whenever they go out there and they let's say they don't have their one their one time they don't score we're <laughs> able to come out there and uh and, and try to try to plot one but honestly the main thing with the the man advantage is you want to create momentum for your for the team that's the yeah. biggest thing whether you score it's obviously a an added benefit but if you can control the puck you can maintain you can wear the other guys out because they usually have some of their best their best defenders out there and you wear the goalie out, and you wear them down over and over and over again. All they got to do is ice the puck, and you send out five fresh guys, and you just attack them again. Do you like to, and a lot of people will say, a friendly competition between the two groups? Is there 
such a thing? I mean, you know that you, you want to get as much time on, on the man advantage as possible, but is there that kind of, all right, if we got 40 seconds, we're going to make it count? Yeah, but fishy always comes first. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what we do. We, we could go score 10 games in a row, but, you know, <laughs> Sebastian Ajo is getting that first, that first one no matter what, which is rightfully so, as he should. But the other thing with this team and, and how this group has, has started to roll, and, and you've been with it now, for this is your, your second full season with it. What is it about this group where it does seem to come together? Scoreboard doesn't matter. Outside distractions don't matter. You guys know that when you get to your game, you're one of the top teams in the league. Yeah, I, I mean, it starts with Rod. It starts with the culture he's built. And I've only been here for a couple of years. So these guys have spent a lot of time building from, you know, literally the ground, the basement up. Um, so getting these guys to, you know, believe in the way we go and you bring in the right people, the right personnel, the right guys in order to build that culture even more and more and more year by year and step by step. And um, eventually you're going to you're going to get over the hump, whatever that is. And, you know, obviously last year we, were, we weren't able to do that. And that series could have gone any way, shape or form. But, um, you know, coming into this year, high expectations, uh, maybe didn't start off on the exact right foot as what everybody else proceeded and, and really wanted us to do. But um i'd say for the most part you know we're we're kind of in a good groove right now and uh you know we have like you said this is game 41 coming yeah. up and got another 43 to go and uh, we're, we're kind of hitting our stride and a couple more after that hopefully which well we won't get there until we need we'll to get, get there, there when we get there we'll yeah. get there when we get there so. but uh, at, at the same time and i should have started off with this how are you feeling that's the important thing yeah, you battled a little yeah, bit of a bug, and now yeah. you're you're here. No, I'm good. I uh, that was a that was a rough 24, 48 hours there. Um, just didn't didn't feel myself. Didn't feel good. Had a nice little high temperature and kind of running through my family right now. But oh. my, my daughter had it for a little bit, and she's kind of coming down and off the off the back end of this. Um, you know, our little man hasn't gotten it yet, so we're fingers crossed on that. And so far, the wife's been dodging that like an absolute champ so well, that's good that's yeah. the key <laughs> yeah because i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> well you'll figure it out along the way it's no one of those things I'm doing. so yeah. it's but when it's it's always one of those tough things like when do you feel like you want to play right but when, when you you get to a point where you're like i can't i wouldn't be doing the team any any good if i'm on the ice is yeah, there that feeling to it yeah but there's also this the selflessness and self like I don't know it's hard. You don't want to let the boys down, right? Yeah. Like so, I, I we were I was gonna fly out that that morning to go there, but I woke up with a still woke up with a fever and didn't feel myself and didn't think it'd do us justice when yeah. we did go play. And you know, uh, <laughs> I don't have an Ironman streak going like like <laughs> someone else in our team right now, so I, I can I can handle skipping a game. Just have to make up for it in the back end. I don't know who you're talking about. And we're not gonna no, bring that I have one no up clue either. What's, what, what's going on with that? As yeah, long as we're here, just yeah. as long as that guy keeps showing up for for games, everybody will be fine. Right. Uh, for you and, and for this team, why is it such a fit? Why has it been? And you, you've said it before, and it's something I've I've always wanted to ask you. What is it about how Rod coaches and and what this team does on the ice? Why does it suit your game so well? Well. <laughs> I played through a numerous amount of organizations, right? And numerous amounts of coaches. And um, I've actually, I grew up in the Carolina Hurricanes organization. So, like, I grew up with yep. uh, Compuware, which yep. Pete Carmanos used to own Compuware and the Plymouth Whalers and um, obviously the Carolina Hurricanes. And that was the thing I had when we won Nationals my year at Compuware, but we had a Whalers patch on the one shoulder and then a Hurricanes patch on the other shoulder. So, I've kind of always envisioned playing here in some way, shape, or form. 
Uh, and then as they, as I played in New Jersey and I saw yep. the way they played, and I played in Pittsburgh for a second, played in all these other organizations, seeing the way that they were, the way that Rod coaches and the way that they see, like he rewards hardworking people. And I mean, I'm not the most skilled guy in the world. Like I have, I have skills, but I'm not like, I'm not the guy that's going to dance you to the sunset, but I'll work you to death. And that's kind of what he embodied his whole entire career, yeah. right? And so to play for a guy like that, where I played for other guys who yeah. were so hard, who had said, like, you are not allowed to make certain moves at, when you're in certain spots, which is fine. Like, I, I understand that. I get where they're coming from. But the, the way they tell you is horrible. Yeah. But he is a big believer in the harder you work, the more I reward you, as long as you give us your 100% effort, well, what else can I ask from you? Because he, was, he did the same thing, like, and so to me, that that resonated so well, and that allows me to play my game. I, I'm I'm very good from the top of the circle down, and I'm good at my own end, and anywhere in between, I just try to get around the ice, you know. And that's that's kind of the way it's always been. And um, you know, he embodies that. He pre, he allows me to do that, and allows me to play my game. And um, you know, I, I love being around the net, love being around that area. So it's it's uh, you know, it's my little niche. All right, so two things then. Uh, one is the compliment. So you can go compliment or the, the follow-up question. So what do you want first? Uh, whatever you like. All right, let's go. When you talk about you're not a skilled player, I watch you behind the net making the passes that you're making, and it doesn't matter if it's five-on-five five or on the power play. You always seem to find the right guy, and you're putting it right on the tape. Well, yeah, below that's below the goal line. Okay, so it put, oh, below, so the, below the goal yeah, line. Below that, I got, I'm great. Yeah, it's everything else in between. So that little that little six, seven-foot area. Oh, money. You, yeah. Wayne Gretzky, that's your office. No, 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 not even close. I just wanted to bring that up because there is a skill to that because you seem to know you have – Two options, A or B. And yeah. You always seem to know which way to go, lure the defense the one way, and put the puck where it needs well, to go. When you spend your whole entire life right there, you, <laughs> you got to figure out at some point, right? <laughs> All right, we found the answer there. Then yeah. on the, but then on the other side of it, in it's you were talking about that story of, of playing for other coaches, and you can't do this. Like, what does that do to a player when they they basically are handcuffing you? Saying yeah. you can play, but you can't play the game the way that you want to play. Well, I think you see that a lot. You see with the, a lot of young players, even this whole Gauthier thing that's going on yeah. right now. Like, I, we obviously know nothing about it, but, you know, there's obviously they wanted him and he may not have wanted to go or whatever yeah. that is. But you see that a lot where, you know, a system may not be suited for a certain person. And that's just the way it is. Like, uh, I'm not a run and gun kind of guy. I'm a get the puck in, yeah. grind, and that's where my game flourishes. Where if we were to go up and down the ice and go play a 200 foot just puck scrimmage the whole entire time, that wouldn't be my my sort of game, right? Yeah. Like, that's the way the New Jersey Devils play. They just run a gun, and that's the way you kind of beat that is by getting in their zone and making them stop and make them stop skating type thing. So, um, you know, it's it's hard. You obviously want to you know tread carefully with what you say, but yeah. at the exact same time, it's like it's pretty cut and dry. Like one system works well for a certain player where. Another system can't may not work for you, and then if that system doesn't work for you, you become deemed a not so great player right. or whatever it is. But that's just not your your style. I mean this this leads me into one of my all time favorite sports questions, which is people are so quick to pass a judgment on a player, but if they go to someplace else, or if they go to the right system, or go to the right coach, that player someplace where people were saying, well, maybe he's not good or can't play, or all of a sudden turns into 
yeah. a great player. So yeah. coaching system, all those organizations things. that have said the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because every organization that when we we've visited them now, Ottawa's got to be the tough one for you because they draft you and then you're thinking, hey, first round pick. And I, I wanted to get into this, but then they trade you before you really get a chance to play for them. So is that a, a weird thing or was that a, a good thing that you got out yeah. before things got in there? I mean, I the only the only couple of things I have great to say about Ottawa, truthfully, is you know um, Brian Murray, rest in peace, yeah. him. He uh, he was the one that drafted me and Pierre Dorian. They're they're the two guys that envied me and uh, cared, I'd say, the most in that organization. Um, uh, obviously, Pierre is now gone, and you know he was one of my my biggest advocates. Yeah. Um, but he saw the way I played, and he they liked me for that reason, and then. Um, I guess, you know, Anaheim was always a team I was supposed to, like, they wanted me, they wanted, I was going to get drafted by them. We had, there's a, there's a whole thing about that, and I just wanted going to Ottawa instead, and um, so they were able to get me on a, a, a different way, and, you know, here we are All right, with and, Carolina. And, and, yeah, and eventually you got to the place where you, you had the patch on the, the shoulder all the time, right. playing for Copuware, playing for the Plymouth Whalers, and you were just meant to be here. All right. Are you... Do you believe in that stuff? Are you one of those guys where uh, you you know you're meant to be in the place where you're meant to be, or hard work is what gets you where you need to be? Yes, I like that answer. Yeah, That's the right sure. answer. Let's go with both. Those. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the no. I've never been the new age guy. You know, it's this was I was meant to be here. This team yeah. wanted me or whatever. So we'll figure it out. We'll take a quick break right now, and when we come back, we'll have a little bit more with Stephen Nason live from the backyard bistro. It's Kane's Corner on 99.9 The Fan. <laughs> D'Angelo still on the ice, and the score! Drury throws it out front, and the net front presence of Steph Nason, a power play wizard last year. He's got Carolina tied. Great shot from Drury. Better Don't worry about Nason. me. It's 1-1. Don't worry about yourself. Uh, welcome back to Kane's Corner, live from the Backyard Bistro. If you've been listening to us on 99.9 <laughs> The Fan, honestly, one of the best first segments we've ever had on this show. If you're here at uh, the Backyard Bistro, say hello to Steph Nason, everybody. Ten goals, 13 assists on his way to a, a – well, then you don't talk about it. You just let it get finished, and then you go from there. You brought your own fan club. They can at least listen on the front row, so that's a good thing. I talk to them every day. I don't need to talk to them anymore. <laughs> get somebody else up here. Uh, we can work on that, the way things are going. But uh, I just – this is usually the part where we figure out, all right, so how did you get here? And um, it, it starts, I want to know what was in the water in Plano, Texas. You and Blake Coleman and a whole bunch of guys. Tyler Myers was floating around there a little bit before you. Uh, so how did you guys get the hockey bug in, in Texas? And then it followed you up to where you were able to play for CompuWare and, and then get drafted into the OHL. Yeah, we, I mean, we don't really count Tyler Myers. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, I know he's, he's not he's, real. He's, he's a transplant. We don't really count him. Yeah, we only have a couple of us that are actually born and bred from that area. So, um, yeah, I, I, my dad's, uh, my dad's from Chicago. So um, he played college basketball in San Angelo State. Uh, wound up, you know, going to Dallas uh, at some point in time. Stars moved in '93. That's when I was born. Yep. So my dad, naturally, he's a big Chicago fan in general. Yep. Uh, Blackhawks, Bulls, all that. White Sox or um, White Sox or uh, Cubs. Cubs. He, he, yeah. they, he grew up uh, in Wrigleyville, oh, so they yeah. they're I my grandparents still have their house. They're both deceased now, but uh, they are. Uh, so I'm hearing the echoes. Yeah, now. I know. We're, <laughs> I know. The delay we're, is, yeah. we're ahead. It's yeah. great. It's, it's like trying to trying to sync up a game on TV yeah, to the radio. Yeah, I'm feel like I'm hearing myself twice. 
Uh, You're not hearing yourself twice. You really are hearing yourself twice. That makes not more sense. Not in your head, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they grew up in Wrigleyville, about three or four blocks from Wrigley Field. Yeah. Um, still have the house there. They're, they're both deceased now, but we still have. We still own the house, which is awesome. Uh, so my, my, my grandparent, or sorry, my, uh, my great grandpa yeah. on my mom's side is actually Canadian. So he was, I don't know how that worked. I have no earthly idea, but, um, you know, they, they wanted to burn some energy out of me. And so they wanted me to go try and try hockey. And I was naturally good at it. Uh, or at least go try skating yeah. and was good at skating. Went from there and, uh, yeah, I just started, started playing the game and, um, got to, uh, got to a point where I was young and we were actually first team in Texas, everywhere nationals, which is a pretty cool thing. Um, we we did that. Uh, wound up moving to Detroit when I was 14. Uh, played for Compuor there. 14 won nationals. My 16 year year there, and went to the Whalers the year after that. And kind of after that, it was kind of history. And uh, again, when you did you just as you say you, you got into skating and you took to it. Was it something that was like really natural right away? Were there other sports that you were interested in, or hockey? Kind of as you moved on, that was what you wanted to do. Yeah, so I was really good at uh, actually at baseball. Uh, I played. I was a catcher in baseball. Played shortstop. Uh, played third base. Kind of did all that. I was a pretty good hitter. Um, my hand-eye coordination was obviously pretty pretty okay. Uh, and so I, I really loved baseball, but my, my knees couldn't handle that that well. I, mean, I was down in the, the catcher position 99 times a day, which is was a lot. And uh, I had to, I had to go one way or the other, and so I had to go hockey. And uh, I played baseball growing up. Or I played uh, basketball growing up, and I played soccer a little bit. Yeah. Uh, soccer was just to burn energy, same yeah. same sort of thing. But uh, my dad was he played basketball. I was a I was power forward, but I fell out of every single game. So it really no no they give you five for a reason yeah but I exceeded that numerous times like I'd get like six or seven which is not even like a thing I don't I don't know how you do that oh I mean you're that good yeah they can't catch you sure if they would have had ten fouls I would have had an NBA career yeah well I I, used to, I, mean, I literally used to kick the ball at the ref I'd be mad at the ref or some some poor kid that I bulldozed fourteen times a day like that's not good no. That's why I chose hockey. <laughs> exactly. So you're allowed to bulldoze the guy with the ball, puck, whatever you want to call it. What you're, what you're playing with, it's always difficult to throw that in there. By the way, catchers, smartest guy on the team. Yeah, you see the field better. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I had to see things. Like this is a great spot for me. I can see everything. Everything. Which is perfect. I can't not. If I, I sit my back towards like anything, I, I don't, I don't do well with that. Yeah, that's, that's not the way to be. No. no All right. Not. So then, how difficult is it then when you're going into the corner and you know you're going to get hit? And you got to look over your shoulder. Uh, you kind of know where things are before it happens. I just, but yes, you have to look over your shoulder. You have to check to see so you don't get smoked. Or, but usually, you know, playing with the same guys over and over yeah. again, you kind of figure that out. You kind of understand what's what's going on. Are you a big video guy, or you're, yeah, let's let's put it into practice? I was at some point, but now I'm. I've, no, not anymore. Uh, yeah. as, as, as little as you can, I, I, as little as you need. I, I probably should do more than what I actually do, but I. I it's not. But, but can there be too much? Because we talk about how the games now are so specialized. Can you get too much information? Is it? I don't want to go. Is it a simpler time when you could just go out and play instead of? Yeah. Hey, this I'm is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, even even now, like we get iPads on the bench. Like you're not going to look and see like what could have been like 
like maybe like you it's better to talk with the person about it than to actually like because then you get their input value their input right you can take it in you're like oh you're like, okay i got it like perfect i understand for next time that happens i don't need to go and see it like seeing it sometimes doesn't like it just confuses you more because then you're like oh i got this 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 yeah, yeah. and this and now you have five more options instead of just like maybe one more simpler option yeah. so I, I wanted to and you hinted at it early on your path to get here to the carolina hurricanes was not exactly a straight line there was a lot of back and forth how do you how did you stay positive through it is it was it easy for you to stay positive or that was there ever a moment where you're like okay you know, I don't know how much longer I want to be bouncing around, or was it, hey, people wanted you, teams wanted you. So that was the, I guess, the carrot going, if enough of these teams keep signing me and keep bringing me in, there's there's something there. I just need to find the right place. Um, yes and no. Uh, the, I would say I was pretty positive up until – COVID, I would say. Yeah. Um, because then, you know, I was in San Jose. We didn't get, um, we had the shortened season. I went in to San Jose, fully ready to make a good impact, kind of get my, my I just yeah. got my career back on track. Like I, I was in Jersey. I got hurt a yeah. year, didn't have a job, uh, went to the minors in Pittsburgh. Played really well in Pittsburgh. Got my game back yeah. uh, through Mike Felucci. Love that guy to death. Um, and wound up getting to San Jose. Had a great start. COVID hit. Boom. Then we didn't go to the bubble and playoffs. Go to San Jose. And then they just didn't know whether or not they wanted their young guys to play or their mid to 20s to yeah. or late 20s to 30s that are like in limbo. They didn't know what to do because it was an unknown time for everyone. So I kind of got put on the back burner, uh, which happens. Right? Yeah. That's hockey. Like, like that, that kind of stuff happens. And you get to a point where, you know, you just want to play. Yeah. And you do so, you do so, you can be scratched for so long, do the thing for so long until it's now you're like, okay, hey, like, screw this, I'm done. Yeah. And uh, wound up getting traded to Toronto, and that was where the downfall really went. Yeah. Um, because I was kind of a throw-in after having a conversation with the GM in San Jose that he was going to give me a fresh start. Well, the fresh start was in a place where I couldn't bring my family, where they, I, I had a three or four month old daughter, my first kid, where yeah. I couldn't see them and they couldn't come. It was a 900 square foot apartment where they, we had a quarantine every single day. You couldn't leave your house. Whether you believe in that stuff, whether you don't yeah. believe in that stuff, it still sucks. Oh, you you were you're put in isolation, in you, solitary confinement. Yeah, basically. and I wasn't doing that to her. Where I live in Texas, where I'm like, it's, it's a wild, wild west. <laughs> you know, it didn't matter what you did. Like, you can go out to the store, cough in someone's face, and be like, you don't have COVID. Like, it doesn't matter. And people believed it because yeah. it was it was yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. That everyone believes their own thing, and sure. that is what it is. And um, so that was the beginning of the downfall. Yeah, for me, uh, I went through a really hard depression, really hard time with that, not seeing them, not being with them, for my daughter's first six out of nine months as she was born. Yeah, I wasn't with them, so I got to see her from one month till, or not from one month, from zero to one month to like three to four months to like not until she was almost nine months old. Where it sucked. I mean, nobody yeah. wants. I don't envy anybody who goes through that. It's hard on you. 
And once we lost in uh, Toronto, I was out there the next day. I felt a huge sigh of relief. Yep. And I did not care where I was going after that. Luckily, I wound up here. I went, I went up in Chicago. And I just wanted a chance to play. I did not care one bit, which is kind of how you saw me transform into the player I am, where I gave zero the whole entire time. I just went and played, had fun, had a great time, didn't want to go up and down. I wanted to be in one spot, yep. one spot only, get my game back, feel great, and figure it out whatever happened after that. And that's exactly what I did. We went down there, played, we won the championship. We had I had an unbelievable season. I felt like myself again. And then I was able to translate it into the next season, which was last year here. And, you know, I've Obviously, we're doing pretty good right this second, and yeah. I, I want to obviously be here and keep going. And, um, you know, I, I found a place I like to call home for a while. Uh, you've just set up so many things for me, and uh, <laughs> by the time people catch up to this, we hope you call this place home yeah. for a long, long time, Steph. Because we might actually hear cheers. Yeah, we might yeah. get cheers when we get to this point. <laughs> we're going to have to, like, okay, there they are. Uh, but yeah. there's so much that you just laid out there. Like, everybody thinks that being a pro athlete is this glamorous, oh, you do this, you do that. And there is there is something to that. But would you just describe it, going through what was going on and the separation from your family and, you know, especially that situation. And you are not in the point where they're going to consult you when they're going to trade you to Toronto. And, hey, guess we're going to put you in a country that's quarantined for, right. you know, forever. And we're going to put you in a, a small apartment. Hey, have fun with that uh, forever. But when you did finally get the chance to come to the Canes organization, how did that come about? Why was that the, where you were looking and you said, all right, you know what? I just want to play. I want a place. How did that come about that this was the, the place you were going to sign with and, and get that deal? We're about to hear a cheers, by the way. I know. Yeah, I know. We're, we're waiting for it. This is a great radio experiment we're doing here. Um, we're almost there. We're almost there. Hanging on. Yep. Our producer back here. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're talking about. See, we're doing. Smart. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> that's a nice delay. I can't wait for them to come up to this point where and we're waiting for the cheers. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And maybe they'll cheer again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, truthfully, it was I got, a, I got a phone call randomly. I was actually in kind of over by Tom Dundon's house at the time, actually. Uh, I was picking up some, some steaks and some food. There's a little butcher out that way that I never go to, but I, I wanted to pop by. And uh, they, uh, I got a call from my agent, and he's like, hey, I, you know, we got. I just got a call from someone, and uh, it's actually Carolina, and they're like Rod wants to talk to you. If you'd be willing to talk to him, I'm like, get him on the phone right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said some other words, but I was like, it's like, get him on. The, get, get, like, let's yeah, go. Right like, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Like, whatever you got to say. Like, I'm in. He was like, whoa, like calm down. Like, but uh, he's like, because Rod is a Rod is a guy that. I legitimately looked up to, like, I, in the sense of, you know, we all knew, yeah. you know, Rod Brendamore was Rod Brendamore, you know what I mean? Like, his, his passion for the game, his passion for everything, his, there you go, yeah. uh, his passion for all that stuff was, you know, is through the roof, and you know who he is, and um, his work ethic speaks for itself. I mean, he's still in the gym right now, he's more shredded than all of us, and no matter who you are, like, Maybe maybe Spechy, but like uh, but Spechy's skinny. He doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his rod's like legitimately huge, and you know he's 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 just a, a guy that you respected so much. And when when we were with uh, 
the Whalers, he would show up to games because he was with Carmanos and Carolina for the Hurricanes, and obviously Mike Vellucci was there. So like, there's so much connections where he knew that uh, he knew that I was, you know, my game and what I could possibly do, and I just never had like a chance to do it. So we went to. Um, so anyway, so I'll come back to that. But yeah. they Rod, Rod called me and we had a good conversation. And he's like, you know, I've seen you for a long, long time. Like, you know, we have a we have a spot in the fourth line. We have a spot like in that area. We think it'd be great for your game. We think great for you. Um, you know, you I can't guarantee you anything, right. but like we we have a really good chance for you to come and like make this team. Like, would you be willing to? And I'm like. Yes, like I'll, I'll come in the best shape of my life. I, I was in really great shape two years ago. I'm coming in even better shape than I had been, and I will come and prove. And like it's my spot. It's my spot. I'm coming. I'm going to take the spot. So I came and I had a great camp. The only factor was Seth Jarvis. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the only factor was Seth Jarvis because they didn't know what he was like, where he was. He couldn't go back to. He had to go back to juniors or stay here. Right. He couldn't figure it out. So I made camp. I made the team out of camp. I was told I made the team out of camp. And Seth Jarvis. <laughs> like, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah. he's an unbelievable player. All credit to him. Like, he came in and he came in and took that job and. He's an unbelievable player. He's going to be here for a very long time. He's going to be a hurricane for probably life. Should be. And what were you going to do? And uh, that was what it was. I went to Chicago and we had fun. But but you did the best thing you could do. You went down to Chicago right. and you scored 48. Right. And you played with Jack Jury and you played with a bunch of these guys. And the folks up here in the NHL were noticing what you were doing. So you could have, like you said, you could have put the head down. But was it more of... All right, I know I'm going to be there, but did Rod kind of give you before they sent you down that, hey, you are on the, the list. When something happens, you're going to come here. And then yeah. when the next year opens up, same mentality, I think, for you. Now it is your spot, and now you are here. And now you are a, a vital part of the power play. You're a vital part of this team. So, Yeah, I, I mean – yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of said it. You said the same thing. Like they kind of they told me I made the team. So to me, that was a win. Like I was like, you know, barring like we don't know what he's gonna do right. and how he's gonna play, we're gonna give him his games. And if he gets his games and he does well, like uh, it's gonna like we can't do anything about that. Like he's yeah. gonna play, and you know what? As he should. Like a nineteen year old doesn't know what he's gonna do. If he's, he makes a team, he makes a team. It's out of my it's out of my hands. So. I went down the. I went down there. They, my family didn't even come. I went because I, I was like, hey, like I, we don't know where we're gonna be still. Like there's, there's still a chance. Yeah. But they, they didn't play. They didn't play Jerry for nine games until like the tenth game. Then they finally played him and then played him for another nine. So yeah. like I didn't see them again for another couple months, which is it was hard. But like yeah. whatever, they we they understood and um, wound up going and staying there the whole entire year. And I just wanted to play, man. I just I'd been dicked around for so long. Sure that I just want to play hockey. I just want to play my game. I don't want to worry. I had a really good relationship with the coach down there. It was essentially, it was my team. Like, uh, it was it was me and me, Podorowski. It was our team. Like, and our coach was just like a – he was the he was like the hardo that, like, tried to do things. But it was, it was, it was me. I was – everyone was, like, nervous around me. All the time because I was just so on edge all the all the time, like wanting to make, do things right and do things the right way, and also c 
coach <laughs> as well. I, but I was going to say, you're one of the nicest guys. But I know, guys I know. Be on edge around you. I know. Maybe Seth should be on edge around I know. you, but nobody else. You should ask some of these guys. They would all go up to like Allison and be like, I'm scared of him because I was just such a prick. But it was because I, I expected yeah. you to do things the right way. I expected this because we were so good. Like, yeah. We were way too good to be you know not having a legitimate chance to win and we were you know we were scoring a bunch we were doing all this stuff but guys go up to her and be like i'm kind of scared and she's like of him like like i like i bully him by the way when she hears this this is gonna be the best she's gonna be pissed yeah that's okay it's all right it's not a big deal but um i was but that was that was a legit thing and like i but I pushed guys the right way. And then yeah. finally I learned too, because I had to learn from my coach that like these kids nowadays, you yes. got to be a little bit more patient with kids in order to get them to do what you need them to do. Right. You can't just like, as I grew up in the thing where you get the belt, you get the wooden spoon, like you do it this way. And to me, that motivated me. It's like, if I got more mad at you, I took it out on somebody else yeah. where these kids, you get mad at them or you try to like, not like bullies a terrible way to put it, but you want to like coach them into the right way and you beat them to a drum to do it that way, the way that we were taught yeah. and we were all 95% of us all if in here. If you don't world. respect their feelings and I hate to go down that road, but that's right. what you're talking about. Right. As opposed to, you know, you, you, I'm sure you heard this, but you want more playing time? Well, practice go harder, be better. Go yeah, work. go earn it. Instead, you have to actually like baby them a little bit, which is totally fine. And I, I understand it's the way that it is, but you got more out of them. <laughs> you are you are in so much uh, trouble so I, on the ride. Home. I don't care. For people yeah. who don't get this, we're hearing the show like yeah, twice. I don't so care. We're looking at everybody for the reactions today. <laughs> so this is actually one of the more unique Kings yeah. Corners you'll ever be a part of. Yeah. I am so sorry no, for this, I don't by care the way. About that. I don't mind. I owe you. No. Uh, but, but yeah, but you have to learn and you have to learn how, how people react yeah. and you have to learn about them. So I was able to figure out some guys and the way that you would be able to be hard on some and then not be as hard on other words on others. Yeah. But then finding a way to be hard on people was actually like a good thing because then when you give them positive positive criticism, yeah. it makes them feel better. So then like there's a good yin and yang between that. And me and Potterowski had a great relationship where in that regard where I would be hard and then expect certain things and he would come in and be like, hey, like you know, and that was how we operated. And our coach just sat back and like let us do our thing. We just ran the room and like wound up winning. Good cop, just, bad cop. It was perfect. It and, couldn't have gone any better. And the way you're talking about it was that, with the exception of maybe right now and the way it's going for you in last year, was that the most fun that you've had playing hockey that year in Chicago uh, or, or up there? Still is. So, I mean, it still is. Like, we. <laughs> <laughs> heard it again now. I know. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it still was. I mean, we we won sixty games. We, you know, I scored yeah. tons of goals. Like we won championships. We went to war. Yeah. Went to we battled for each other. We did that, and we were the best team in the league by yeah. a mile. Um, last year was obviously a super special year in general for everybody involved. Um, but most fun I've ever had. It's hard to top a championship year like that. You know what I mean? Like by far. Right, right now is obviously a super special time for us, and I want to continue to build on that. And we obviously are, and hopefully we go for a long run. And now we can say this is the most fun year I've ever had. But 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to beat that. Oh, man. I mean, it really is. Forty-eight. You run the room. You win a championship. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why you you want to play. That's why, why you, you play the game. Yeah. Uh, normally, we get the reaction if I say, and I'll see if they can buy in. More with Stephen Nason coming up. This is where you all. Hey, all right, little live here. You're listening to Kane's Corner, live from the Backyard Bistro, presented by Stormbrew. Stephen Nason in the most unique version of the show we've ever had, right here on 99.9 The Fan. Doing the Natchez, he'll play that one. He spins Dobson around, and now a little chance for Nason, and he scores! The self-assist for Steph Nason, and the Canes power play clicks. It's 5-4, Canes down a goal. Welcome back. It is Kane's Corner, live from the Backyard Bistro, our special guest. <laughs> Thank you. This is, Appreciate it. this is so good because we get to see the reaction, not in real time, but in delay time. Yeah. Stefan Nason is our guest here. <laughs> Ten goals and 13 assists. We'll figure this out. There's a commercial right now that's playing over top of us, and then we're going to be on the air, and I can't wait for it. Uh, Steph, this is the uh, part of the show where I turn it over to uh, the old Twitter sphere and have them, or X or whatever it is called now, I don't even know. Uh, yeah. Hopefully soon to be gone, at least not fast enough for me. Um, but people ask some questions here. And uh, this one comes in from Gabby. And her question is, the f- your favorite game that you've ever played in your career? Is there... Mm. Um... Goodness, there's a couple of good ones. Uh, <laughs> this might not go go well here, but my first uh, first initial goal was is obviously that's got to be up there um, against Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. Cam Ward, which is pretty special. Um, I, I got to know him at least pretty pretty decently, so it's pretty special. Did yeah. you get him to sign the puck? No, I, actually, you know what? I should. That's a great idea. I have no idea where it is, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. When, you, when you find it, yeah, he's the kind I, of I might have to. Do it. I know. So. I, I, that's a good idea. I might need to do that. So I'll go find it next year. Uh, I was going to say, you actually, you talked about one of those those runs you had. Like when you played for Pittsburgh, you scored against St. Louis in your first game. And yeah. You go to San Jose, and your first game in San Jose is against St. Louis, and you scored against St. Louis. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering, there, there's kind of a streak the there. Blues to pick you up there. At some yeah. Point. You know, there's a streak there, right? When uh, I first got waivers to uh, from Anaheim to Jersey, I scored my first game there too. Three three teams in a row. I did not. I did my homework. I didn't go that yeah. far back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a great waiver pickup for the one game. Yeah, after that, uh, right get, now, get rid of me. Yeah. Right now, everybody's yeah. looking at his St. Louis on the schedule. Colin, uh, I don't think you're going to be waived anytime soon here. The yeah. way things are going in Carolina, and I think you might want to, you know, stay here for a little bit. At least, you know, keep a winter house in Carolina. Call Tom. I will. Uh, I'll do my best. I got his number. I don't think he'll pick up, and that's fine by I'll me. I'll call him myself. <laughs> Probably he might answer. For you. Yeah, I might answer. Uh, this this question uh, we kind of answered it a little bit, but Jonathan wants to know. I think part of it is Rod Brindamore and what you said the the phone calls that he called you on you. But why do you feel like you've hit your stride with the Hurricanes? Is it is it because you the system the guys around you? I know we've talked about it. I don't want to dance around it again, but. If we're not going to say Rod, what's the other reason why? Is it maybe like you said that you're in Chicago, the maturity that, yeah, that comes with it? It's system based. I mean, to, again, I, I, we, we kind of mentioned it, but it's, it's very system based. It's, it's what 
what can make a player make or break a player is the way that the team plays and getting guys around you to play similar styles and finding connections and um, you know I've I've kind of found my found my my stride with, with kind of anyone on this team because we all kind of play the similar style so I, I hate to say it's, it's solely raw but it's yeah. the, it's the system he's implemented more than anything there's something I do want to go back to what you talked about when he gave you that phone call how much of it do players just respect just as long as you're truthful with me, yeah, we'll we'll figure out everything else. Is I that mean, the big thing, a hundred percent. When he called me, he told me he even and like I think we signed KK that year to the. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what we talked about. Uh, I said that you, you might want to get a winter house here for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they'll clap again when we yeah, get to this. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, where were we? I don't even uh, remember. Just, uh, just talking about being truthful, having coaches, oh, yeah, 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 having, yeah. Coaches, having yeah. organizations be truthful with you. Like, yeah. At the end, that's all you guys want as players. <laughs> yeah, you just want respect, and you want you want them to understand that like you're human too, and like to be honest and be – be true with you is what is all you want and, and that makes that grows your confidence that makes you know other people you know feel good and you know there's if you get lied to over and over and over again and tell and you get you get told one thing and always another i mean it doesn't matter where you are in this world it right. stinks and it, and it hurts and it, it shoots your confidence down and so to be able to be told the truth and be held to that truth is um, you know it, it's a big thing it's, it's why he's one of the best coaches yeah uh 100%. I mean, they, if, if you don't want the honest answer, don't ask Rob. Yeah, right. yeah, did you see the interview with him this year? Yes, yeah, we were going to lose 10 nothing here. Yeah. So, uh, he wasn't wrong. I didn't, uh, <laughs> Tina wants to know, is there anything – This wow, this could be a loaded question. Is there anything that would be interesting that happens on the ice that we as fans don't necessarily see or are aware of? I can funnel that one down. How much talking is there between the teams? As much as we think or – you pretty much just go through. Um, I don't know. It just it depends on because uh, you play a game where after the whistle, every now and again, you're not you're not exchanging recipes. Yeah, it just it depends on the game, depends on the team, depends on the person, depends on a lot of stuff like that. Um, I don't know. There's not there's not too much. Um, you see a lot of stuff on the bench, maybe a lot of weird <laughs> nuances that people do. Um, Svech snorts a lot. That's just interesting. I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. All right, yeah. special. Never heard of. Okay. Yeah. So that's a new I, I think I think it's just breathing, and that, I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, it's Russian. I was gonna I was gonna say I don't question anything yeah. that the Russians are weird. They have their they have their own him and Cooch. System. They're all acute. I'm talking about Cooch being a whoo. That guy is. <laughs> Guys at left field. Yeah, is he? He belongs in outer space. Yeah. Is it? Is it kind of? You know, we all know goalies are weird, but does he take that to a whole new level? No, I play with. I play with weirder for sure. I play with weirder goalies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he's he's just, he's just Russian. He's Russian and a goalie. That's like. I, I I love both. I love Cooch as a human, so like I can't never say anything bad about them about him. But like he's just it's Cooch. I, I love. Yeah, I, I love that That's the answer. I'll we'll leave know. it right there. Uh, Dylan wants to know. I I believe I've heard you trade with Joe Pavelski in the off season. If so, how much does training with a guy like that help your game specifically? Now? Yeah. Uh, whenever I'm around and he's around, we you know I I try to pick his brain. I try just to watch him because he's such a 
he's 30 he's 38 he's such a and he's still elite and he's been so good for so long he also had a guy like brent burns shooting at him all the time yeah so i get i get both ends you know what i mean like i get i get pavs in the summer every now and then and then i get uh i get burnsy all year long so I get I get two opposite ends of the spectrum. The guy that shoots the puck at, at the person that tips all the pucks, yep. and the person that actually tips the pucks. And I only get him for a couple of weeks. Like it's not like too bad before I leave. Um, but <laughs> but he's he's uh, he's such a special player, and I love I love 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 Joe Pavelski. He's great. And I mean, is it something with that? It's even more talking to him or watching. You know how he's going about a practice as opposed to actually getting on the ice and doing. Yeah, it's. Rallies. I mean, he practices every day about catching and handling pucks. Like whether it's two feet off the ice, four feet off the ice, on the ice, he like catches. Uh, he catches every single puck that hits a stick. Like it's just it's, it's a special, crazy talent, and he's also a hell of a golfer too. So uh, you know, <laughs> they got to go hand in hand somehow, right? Like it, it does a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Which, uh, which leads this isn't on the uh, the X sphere here for the question, but. Last year, the outdoor game at Carter Finley. You are the MVP of that because you got the guys the golf outfits oh, to walk shit. in yeah. and made that happen. Yeah. So now, for people who don't know, you you have you want to call it a side hustle, your your other job. Yeah. You yep. got a concierge service for people. I do. How do you, like you just pick up the phone and say like, yeah, I need uh, twenty three golf outfits, all matching <laughs> pants and sweater vests, oh, and uh, some caddy uniforms if you have kinda, them too. Kind of, yeah. That's it's kind of how that worked. Um, no, we we I I've I've owned this concierge company for a couple of years, and um, you know we do a lot of different do a lot of different things. Shout out Opulence um, Lifestyle Management, but um, you know my my partner has been in this realm for you know about about ten uh, no maybe not quite ten about five six seven years now, okay. and um, he's just super good at what he does, and he we build such good relationships and, and, and connections and partnerships. And, um, you know, G four, G four is here. It's yeah. it's local, and so they they were able to help us and hook us up with some good discounts and shoes. And um, I forget golfnickersmovie.com or something like that was the one that was able to help us with that. But they got us great deals on it. Uh, I think OC was able to get us, you know, the the jumpsuits for for the 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 supporting staff, if you will. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we, we pieced it together uh, piece by piece, and we thought it'd be a good idea. It was either that, or I think our football for NC State, but we didn't want to, you know, anger the wrong crowd right, right. with the. I, yeah, yeah, I, no, I'm not. I, know, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not a college fan, so I don't. I all that stuff goes in one ear, right out the other. I'll cheer for. Whoever. Everybody and nobody. I don't. I could care less. Well, that's, you know, a, so. that's that's the great thing about this team. Right. It puts everybody together. Doesn't right. matter if you're a state or a right. Carolina or a Duke fan. Right. And, and I think that was a big thing. Is like you know we have one of our equipment guys, our uh, medical guys, is a diehard UNC fan. So is he going to feel comfortable wearing anything that's NC State? Right. Because we were playing at Finley, right? And our Carter Finley and. <laughs> Excuse me. You're good. So. Uh, yeah, so that was one thing. Like we wanted to kind of be neutral, and you know, the, obviously the Payton Stewart down there, half our team, but ninety percent of our team plays golf. So I thought it'd be a, we thought it'd be a cool thing. We took a vote and did it that way, and made the pieces together. I think it worked out well. We got about um, for the people here another three minutes for okay. me and you about a minute. Perfect. Uh, that that experience is that the, the coolest single game 
experience you've been a part of that outdoor game at Carter Finley. Yeah, it was great. I, I, I thought they did a, a really nice job. Um, I thought they the way that we executed it was was awesome. You know, from the swag, the ice was actually pretty good for what we were dealt with. Um, yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job. I thought it was great for this community, and I thought you know we were able to get a win too, which is obviously the biggest the biggest thing about the whole thing. And um, you know, hopefully we get a chance to do another one. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. And uh, we'd love to see you there. And what Absolutely. you can put together. Thanks, Stephen, buddy. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate really it. appreciate it. Yep, thank uh, you. This, without a doubt, has been the most unique <laughs> Canes corner that I've ever hosted, where we actually get to hear what we've said. Almost in real time. Leave it to me to mess things up. Yeah, <laughs> You're right there. Yeah. Uh, folks, you can clap here. You see us. Uh, Say thanks to Stephen Nathan. Rock through it. You, uh, you go home and you just take care of yourself. Rusty Hells will do the same thing. Everybody else here, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget, Canes tomorrow night. Take on the Ducks. Not going to say anything hat trick for Steph Nason coming up tomorrow night. Thanks for listening. It's Canes Quarter here on 99.9 The Fan, live from the backyard. Good night. Enjoy the hockey.